0: Hello and welcome to the Zero Hanger podcast. We are breaking down the best 23s from Port Adelaide through to Western Bulldogs. I'm joined as always by AFL chief editor, Mitch Keating. Hey mate.
1: Hey man, how are you since yesterday? Yesterday when we
0: filmed these, yeah. Getting through them. Um, This is uh, some very uh, fun off season content. Um, Sound more excited. Yeah, okay. This is some really good <laughs> off-season content. There you go. Best 23s. We're just going to break down our through the Western Bulldogs. Um, the last six that we have. Uh, and they're the best possible 23s. Um, yeah, like injuries. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: We'll Keeping them in. Uh, um, unless they're
0: out for the entire year, I guess. But yes. I don't think there's anyone... No, like definitely
1: Cal, out. Cal Mills at Sydney is a bit of a funny one, but it sounds yeah. like he'll, he'll be playing at some point next year. Um, funny in terms of how he actually got the injury? Or uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine horses is too happy. Yeah. Um, I think we've, yeah, he's made that hint already. But uh, no, yeah, there, there aren't too many. i um, just looking over most lists. Uh, I think most players are... Pretty much looking at most, uh, at full seasons. Mm. Um, yeah, Cal's, Cal Mills is probably one. Jai Cully is one. I don't think we've got him in the Eagles one, but we'll kind of dive into that yep. a bit later.
0: All right. Well,
1: let's get straight into it. So best possible
0: 23 for 2024, starting with Paul Adelaide, back line, Ryan Burton, Asava Radigalia, Lockie Jones, Miles Bergman, Alira Lear, and Dan Houston.
1: Yeah, uh, obviously, yeah, Radical is pretty much going to be the, the number two tall, mm. yep. um, which is – obviously what they've needed a bit um aliria lee at center half back still be their number one guy but radically is probably going to take the best forward we've got brandon zerk thatcher coming off the bench um you could add you know darcy burn jones to that mix but he'll, he'll probably play more of a hybrid role um and you know it probably they come ahead of trent mckenzie or tom clory who you know the latter probably wasn't used all that often last year anyway and tom jonas retired so Bit of a better back line than, than what mm. Ken Hinckley's probably had over the last few years, which is obviously a big tick. All Australian in Dan Houston, Miles Bergman, um, really exciting young halfback wing option for them. Um, just gives them plenty of run and can play a bit tall as well. Like he did a grand, great job on Jeremy Cameron earlier this year. Ryan Burton, a nice little dashing defender, can play some lockdown roles as well. And then Lockie Jones, a big body presence down back. Um, he might not be a starter. Like they've, got, they've certainly got a few options to kind of use in their back line, like Kane Farrell could play maybe across half back. Um, as mentioned, Darcy Byrne Jones is another one for them to consider. But it, it's a better back line than what mm-hmm. they've had. And that's obviously going to be really important after kind of falling short this year.
0: Yeah, they put a lot of work into that in the off season. So uh coming through to the midfield, so Ivan Solder as the main man in the ruck, and then at his feet, Zach Butters, Connor Rosie uh, and Willem Drew, and then on the wings, Ollie Wines and Kane Farrell.
1: Yeah, pretty good group. Yeah, um, obviously we we kind of got to see um, Zach Butters be the standout, which I don't think many kind of saw coming. Um, you know, Connor Rose is you know, I think now two time All Australian uh, and has you know often been positioned as a forward. Butters similar over their first few years, but this is really the, the that twenty eighteen crops really the group that they knew were going to be leading. Now that you know maybe Travis Boak maybe as a sub, uh, Ollie Wine's probably not getting as many minutes in there, and then the obviously the recruitment of Jason Horn Francis is pretty significant in how this midfield takes shape. So you think long-term Butters, Roseanne, Horn Francis is your one, two, three. And that pretty much could be it from from next year anyway. But you think Wines gets a good run. Willem Drew is that more defensive-minded midfielder, Kane Farrell on the wing. As mentioned before, Darcy Byrne-Jones can play on the wing. Lockie Jones can play on the wing. Um, And then Travis Boak, how much of a look he gets next year is going to be quite interesting. But Mm -hmm. it's a pretty stellar midfield group. And they've kind of also, you know, brought in soldo to to sort their kind of ruck plans and get a a standout first string ruckman i think jordan sweet you can't rule him out um in being a chance to start round one i think those two are going to be very tight in in competition but at least they've kind of got um someone with some decent experience coming into the club and and another who's going to be champion at the bit to you know make his name known at the top level in sweet so um, again, probably improved from, from where they were this year um, mm-hmm. heading into 2024.
0: And they wouldn't play too, uh, both Soldo and Sweet in the same team? No,
1: like Jeremy Finlayson's there. They've got, Charlie they got a lot of needed. Like They've already got way too many tall forwards. So yeah. if they're playing two rocks, you can't have one sitting on the bench yep. all the time um, with the amount of tools they've got. So yeah, too many chefs in the kitchen if they've kind of got an extra tall yep. forward line, I think
0: yeah um so speaking of the forward line on the half forward we've got yeah jason horn francis todd marshall sam powell pepper and then willie rioli charlie dixon and jeremy
1: Finlayson. as you said yeah the, the tools are going to be interesting obviously a lot of them don't get to play that didn't or haven't played that much together this year just given dixon was injured a bit marshall the same um admits Georgiadis to that mix he could easily be a starter um early into next next year after he recovers from his acl injury um, yeah, and then so between Finlayson, Dixon, and Marshall, that's probably the three they run with. And then Ollie Lord and, and Mitch George like I said, could easily probably jump either Finlayson or Dixon um, by some point next year, just given where they're at um, in their development. So plenty of tools on her, which is obviously really good. And then I think the other thing you're looking at is, yeah, Horn Francis rolling forward. You know, Butters and Rosie could still do the same if they get a break from midfield. Sam pepper has been absolutely. Phenomenal for them, um, since kind of cementing himself as a full-time small forward with throw throws his weight around. And then Willie Rioli, again, a good high-volume forward, um, and and probably just wants to find some consistent footy and, and kind of stay on the park, not necessarily injuries, but suspensions more his worry. And then J- Jed McEntee, uh off the bench, Darcy Burn Jones can kind of play as a small forward role. So plenty uh, um, of options, I guess you'd say um with kind of that attacking third. Um so there's, there's a bit to work with there. Um yep. again, probably a similar group um to what they'll have had this year. Mm. But they can only hope that Marshall and georgie and Lord will show a little bit more um given how young they are and, and bodes well for them going forward for sure.
0: Yeah. Um so in terms of their aspirations for next year, I think out of the top, you know, five, six Teams this year, they did make the best acquisitions in the off season. But where do you finish? Uh, where do you see them finishing next year? Yeah,
1: you. Yeah, I don't. I'm just trying to think if I have them top four. Mm. Um, I think they would definitely want to be top four, if not top two, winning a final at least and booking themselves a prelim. Um, but that's something they've done, you know, two times in the last four years or so. or yeah. four years. So you know, for them, it's it's obviously eyes on the prize and, and going the whole way. I probably have them f- maybe fourth if, if they're in the top four. Um, I think you know Pies, Brisbane, one and two again, and Carlton or Sydney could make a big bit of a jump. But yeah, they're probably on level. I think maybe with the Blues mm-hmm. and Sydney, um, and there'll be a few other clubs kind of pushing for that third and fourth spot. But they're probably bottom yeah. side of the bottom end of the top four.
0: Yeah, they feel they feel similar to a to a Brisbane where they just got so close to making the granny and you know Mm. obviously this year they just made it um can't see them winning the whole thing um but they are a strong list so yeah uh yeah hopefully we'll see Mm. all right so that's the best 23 for port adelaide moving down to best possible 23 for richmond so off the back line nick vlosten josh Gibbicus, nathan broad Jaden short noah bolter and daniel rioli so pretty pretty much Yeah, pretty solid back line. um, Yeah, it was was consistent with this year.
1: Yeah, it's kind of hard to pick the back six, but you've got a pretty clear back seven when you add Dylan Grimes who have got on the bench, but, you know, he could be starting. Velostom could be on the bench or Broad or whoever. Um, The other factor is, you know, if if Gibkes is fit, does Noel Balter stay down back or does he kind of help the forward line group? Said to be training as a forward, given Tom Lynch might not start round one and they probably don't have a lot of support for him. So easily could have Grimes down there and Gibkiss Broad. Um, kind of take the the tools. Um, Dan Rioli, fantastic running defender since making that move to the back line. Nick Vloston and Grimes are, you know, very, very solid um, kind of leaders and, and veterans to kind of take those medium to smaller size forwards and offer, you know, a little bit going the other way as well on the attacking end. And then Jaden Shaw probably gets a good look through midfield, I think. Um, he really has some strong performances when he gets to play in the engine room, but... Given the cattle they've got already, um, midfield he's probably just starts at halfback. Um, so it's a really strong defensive line. Obviously they've got guys, you know, like a Tyler Young who probably is unlucky not to be named um, in this side after a full season in his first year um, with the Tigers. And then you know Hugo, Ralph Smiths, Ben Millers. There's a few others that can kind of float down there. Sam Banks is one that got a bit of a look mm. this year. Tom Brown could be another one. So. Um, they've got a good balance of, of kind of having that top line locked in, but a lot of kids knocking on the door and trying to break in. So that's that's going to be um, yeah another strong area for them, I think next year.
0: Yep. And in the mid, so uh, Toby Nankervis is the main man, Tim Taranto, Jacob
1: Hopper, and then Dion Pressia,
0: and then on the wings, Marlon Pickett and Jack Ross.
1: Yeah, the the three on balls is is they're all probably a bit similar, but they probably at the same time can't play much. Uh, many other areas of the field, you'd think. Yeah. Like Prestia, not that he's one-dimensional. Like he's an absolute star for them, but he's, he's probably not someone that you're throwing on the outside or um, maybe forward, if anything. But Taranto's the same. Hopper's the same. Like they get Dustin Martin through there, and he was fantastic for them this year. Um, Shea Bolton um, again stellar for the Tigers, and, and same with Martin. Probably starts forward and, and then can run through the midfield a little bit. Uh, Nankervis after losing Soldo Nankervis is easily their number one ruck yep. Sam Naismith will maybe fill in if needed but Samson Ryan's there as well as more of that ruck forward hybrid uh, the wings are interesting like it's it's like Jack Ross yeah Thompson Dow maybe another one that they can consider but on the other side they've all f- often relied on Marlon Pickett or Camden McIntosh so we've got Pickett in there but I think him and McIntosh might be fighting for, a, for one spot on the wing I think they're going to look to some of the younger kids um, next season under Adamuse. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting group, but um, yeah, they're not short on those good inside midfielders with star talent. Um, it's just going to be, yeah, how they kind of use them through rotations is going to be an interesting watch. Yeah.
0: Um, and for the forward line, so Liam Baker, Jacob Kaczynski, Shai Bolton, Morris Rioli Jr., Tom Lynch, and
1: then uh, Dusty. Yeah, we kind of mentioned Shay and, and Dusty just before. Yeah. Um, so damaging like mm. Martin what he was able to do this year after you know many thought he's probably falling off a little yeah I'm um, just kind of bounce back and have probably one of the best years of his career and then um yeah Shea Bolton as well just so damaging when he's at half forward and probably can just roam up as a, an extra midfielder but um has a good eye for goal Liam Baker again another one that can probably play midfield or at half back like it's mm. just a player that every club would love to have given his versatility leadership you know just hard night attitude so um, yeah, probably slots on the half fourth flank. They probably just don't have the small forwards, I think. Like it's it's probably their biggest weakness now after being such a lethal attacking group for so long. Um, that's probably why why I've got Morris Rayleigh Jr. in there. Like I'm not sure who else they'll probably use as a small forward, mm. you know, on top of you know, Dusty and Bolton, who probably aren't full time forwards necessarily. So maybe Cumberland. Um, yeah, not really sure there, but Tools, Tom Lynch will lead the charge. Um, after pretty much a whole year on the sidelines. Jake Gushitsuki they're bringing in from Hawthorne so that's probably their one-two punch. Samson Ryan off the bench to also pinch it in the ruck. Jack Graham can play forward but again another kind of inside midfield. I came to McIntosh we have got off the bench but um, he could be maybe a sub option and then Jacob Bauer probably plays key forward or is a medium-sized forward athletic type uh, but again another player that can kind of swing back and maybe allow Noah Bolter to play forward if needed. So They've got some versatility at either end of the field. It's just a matter of getting that forward mix right, I think, because it's going to be maybe make or break for them just to see if they can do better than what they did this year.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, speaking of that, where do you expect them to see? I think with Adamuza coming in, I'm curious to see what type Mm. of system they play, Um, but I can't see them moving up uh, the ladder too much. Yeah, I
1: I probably don't have them returning to the top eight. They could, you know, it was so tight this year, obviously, so they could still remain in that mix. To the you know, close to the end of the season, but I probably don't have them making that jump. Yeah, Uze is going to be pretty exciting. It was actually quite nice to hear his first press conference last week and and how confident he sounds in the group and and kind of the style of plays. He's kind of not holding too much to his chest. And, um, he's just happy for them to play some pretty free football um, and offer you know plenty of run and just kind of a bit of a frenzy footy that we that maybe we kind of got to know with the Tigers under Damien Hardwick in there. You know. Dynasty years, so I think it's going to be an exi- they're going to be an exciting team to watch. It's just a matter of you know, have they got the right mix? Um, mm. Is that forward line kind of going to be able to to work? Obviously, it's a lot of that hinges on on Tom Lynch's fitness, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of Tigers fans have embraced sort of um, not so much a rebuild, but sort of a revamp. Like they've still got a lot of, like sort of a lot of talent. Yeah, numbers. yeah, yeah. Um, Attacked yeah.
1: yeah. the draft two years ago, but then since obviously. Plays more of a focus on trading in. So it's it's kind of, you know, they brought in three, four for you know, top 30 picks in 2021 and they probably haven't got the most out of those kids just yet. Mm-hmm. But it's only a couple of years. years. Um, you know, I think they'll probably see some good signs in yeah. 2024 from those four.
0: Absolutely. All right. So best 23 uh, for 2024 for the Saints. So starting at the back line, Dougal Howard, Callum Wilkie, Liam Stocker, Hunter Clark, Josh Battle and Jack Sinclair.
1: Yeah. Um uh, you're pretty solid obviously. Uh nothing really changes from from this year. Yeah. Um and they lose Nick Coffield who they haven't really used in 2 years. Um you know Kyle Wilkie, all Australian and pretty um steady in in, in that full back role but he'll you know get some help from Dougal Howard and Josh Battle who um pretty handy like uh, I guess you know tall three for, mm-hmm. for Russell Line to kind of use lamb stocker kind of that lockdown uh hunter clark whether he you know, is playing more back line next year again is going to be an interesting watch and jack sinclair the same like probably could just throw him in the midfield but they um yeah they'll they'll kind of like him giving a lot of run of halfback and kind of being a cool head down there for him with wilkie so interesting watch there jimmy Webbs is another one who you know probably could take clark's place in the st- starting spot as as another as more of a lockdown option for them but you know ross Lyon just likes a lot of run so you know, do they play Nazar Wang and Miller down there? Um, we've got him on the wing. Um, but, yeah, they've got a few options that can kind of off some run and they obviously added a fair, you know, a couple of, you know, um, runners through the draft as well in Darcy Wilson and, and Angus Hastie. So those two could, could find roles out wide um, or on halfback flanks. Um, but whether they're starting, I'm, I'm not too sure. So it's a, it's a solid defensive group. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of what Ross Lyon, Kind of builds the foundation on, but um, you know, and they've uh,
0: essentially played a a year like consistent footy together now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there weren't, there probably
1: weren't too many injury worries for Saints' back line. It's probably just getting some consistency out of someone like Dougal Howard, Mm -hmm. seeing what Josh Battle can do. Like, he's been absolutely fantastic for them the last two years. And Hunter Clark's obviously had a few question marks on just, you know, what his best role is and if he's a best 23 player, but we've got him in there at halfback at least for now.
0: Yep. And for the mids, so Royal Marshall is the main man, Jack Steele and Marcus Windhager and Brad Crouch in the center. And then on the wings, Asai wanganin Miller and Mason Wood on the other one.
1: Yeah, it's um again, pretty similar to what they've, they've kind of used despite, you know, bringing in a few guys uh, through the offseason. I like wanganin Miller on the wing. Obviously, Brad Hill's another one that can kind of slot on there. Liam Henry, who they brought in just as well, could mm-hmm. maybe um, take a wing spot and push Wangany Miller to, to halfback. Mason Wood was you know, one of the best players in the competition at the start of this year, um, and probably holds a, a wing spot um, for himself. And then their three, you know, kind of inside on ballers. In Brad Crouch had an awesome year. I think quite an underrated season for him yeah. in 2023. Jack Steele you know, had some good games. They kind of just they still see him as their you know their go-to man in the middle, but he probably just hasn't been playing he's the best footy that we saw a couple of years ago from him so he's yeah. gonna be a, a big reason in whether they hold a final spot again uh, Marcus Windhager I love he's he's gonna be absolutely fantastic yeah, for great. them can tag but I think um, they might let him loose a little bit uh, next year and then same with like Mitch Owens can run through there as mentioned Liam Henry they brought in Paddy Dow um, who we've got as the sub uh, not that you know he'll be happy with that after kind of being in like <laughs> out on, on the fringes of, of Carlton side all year but um, you know, Saints are a finals finishing side this year just because they've, they've brought someone in doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be a certain starter. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Dow, who, yeah, was spending much of the year in the VFL. So, look, okay, I think he'll be a pretty decent sub just given what he can offer. Another one as well, Mateus Filippo. Um, not sure how much midfield action he'll get to see, but obviously he's, he's drafted as a midfield forward. Um, probably spends a bit more time in attack than, than the midfield, but another one that will kind of get looks here and there, you'd think.
0: Yep. And for that forward line, so uh, Machado Owens, Tim Membry, Liam Henry, as you mentioned, Jack Higgins, Max King, and Dan Butler.
1: Yeah, so uh, Owens is, you know, really came to the fore this year because they were just lacking tools. Like Max yeah. King injured, Tim Membry injured. Um, so it's kind of you know him and Philippu and Kameniti and who hasn't made the cut in this side, but that's mm. probably because you know, we have Max King back, Tim Membry back, which is obviously great to see. So the key pillars, it's kind of a nice mix to have those two tools. And then Mitch Owens is a third tall option. Um, Liam Henry maybe floats half forward wing, um, was pretty deadly in the second half of this year after kind of working his way back into Frio side before you know heading uh, to St. Kilda. And then Higgins and Butler, you know, they're probably good for 30, 40 goals a year. Um, you'd hope. Yeah, you can get them to combine for seventy. If Max King's looking at fifty goals, like this is going to be a really important area for for Ross Line is how efficient his forward line can work. Um, and they've got you know some good cattle there. It's just a matter of keeping them fit. As mentioned, Brad Hill off the bench, Mateus Philippou off the bench, so some guys who can play forward as well. And then Cooper Sharman's another one we've got on the interchange as another tall option. Um, and yeah, was part of their best side in in the second half of the year and played in that final against J.B. West. and um showed some good glimpses so i think he's probably there you know jack hayes is another one they could maybe weigh up um but you know is he the, the rock option for them to support ron marshall um yeah it's it's gonna be interesting to watch like memory could do the same they used Owens a little bit as well this year but um just gives them a bit more flexibility i think if they want to you know give marshall a rest in the front third
0: yep absolutely so um curious to see how ross if he makes any sort of changes to the game plan this year, um, where do you see them finishing? Like, obviously, they exploded onto the scene and then ended up making finals last year, which nobody had them mm. um, making finals.
1: So, what's, what do you think? Yeah, don't have them making finals next year. Yeah. Like, I, it's interesting. I don't think their list is any worse than what it was this year. I just think they did really well to make finals. Yeah. Um, they sort of just held in there yeah, towards the end. Yeah, no, they, they just... It's, it was it's just every week everyone's expecting them to fall out and I was yeah. the same. Um, it could buy me on the ass again. Mm. Uh, I just don't see them being a top eight side with some of the clubs that are pushing or trying to push into the eight. Like yeah. an Adelaide, um, Western Bulldogs, a, a Essendon, um, Gold Coast, like whoever out of those, I, th- I think they're probably in that mix and it's just going to be, again, tight for spots in the top eight. And If I'm picking one club to fall out, it's probably St Kilda. Yep.
0: Yeah absolutely all right so moving over to the best possible 23 for Sydney um starting with the back line uh, Jake Lloyd Tom McCartan, Dane Rampey, Callum Mills Joel Hamling and Nick Blakey great backline
1: yes yeah, it's a it's a stack group from from across the whole 23 um, Harry I had Carrie Cunningham in there and then you know you had to move one of the midfielders in and then that moves Callum Mills out and you're probably playing him at, at half back if he's not playing midfield. And, you know, you're not really moving any of Lloyd McCartan, Rampy, or Blakey. Joel Hamling seems like a certain starter after they lost Paddy McCartan. So, it's yeah, it's a really solid backline group that, as mentioned, Harry Cunningham as a sub, Oli Florent off the bench. Um, you probably got Rob, Robbie Fox as an emergency, you know, who I, I think I originally had as the sub before kind of having to shuffle a few things around. So, yeah, it's an area that they've obviously struggled with um, injuries-wise and, and kind of getting some stability down there. But... Um, hopefully, if, if this group can kind of stay fit, yeah, they've got a they've got a back seven that um, certainly can um, improve on what they kind of had to deal with with this year. So it's it's a good group that offers plenty of run. and Tom McCartan's still so young, so I think he's a he's going to be fantastic for them for the long haul. Hamling has a, probably a little bit left in him. You know, he's probably not a, a starting tall defender for most uh, at most finals clubs, but it's just kind of the cards Sydney have been dealt a little bit. Um, then yeah, you've got Mills, you've got Lloyd, some cool heads there. Nick Blakey had a breakout year this year. Mm-hmm. Dane Rampy's another one who's just so reliable. And then ollie Florent probably that half back wing maybe um, just gives them some nice running speed. So yeah, it's a really exciting group. Braden Campbell's another one who can probably slot at half back if they wanted to. They've just got some some nice role players who can play a multitude of roles for sure.
0: And then moving into the midfield, so Brody Grundy straight into that main ruck role. Um, at his feet, James Robotten, Luke Parker and Chad Warner. And then on the wings, of course, Errol Gordon and Braden Campbell. Mm, such Love a strong group. group. I yeah, mean,
1: adding Taylor Adams. Not sure Isaac he is really a midfielder anymore with with kind of the, the players they've got there. Um, you know, Tom Papley can play up through midfield. Justin McInerney on a wing. Will Hayward as well. They brought in James Jordan. So, all of those guys are players we've got in this 23. So, they just got, they bat really deep, obviously, in midfield. Yep. And, and most of it's a young group like Rowbottom, Warner, Goulden, um, all quite young. And then, yeah, Campbell, young. Um, you know, James Jordan's got plenty of time. Justin McInerney, Will Hayward. So it's such an exciting group. And then on top of that, yeah, as you mentioned, Brody Grundy, who I think when we were talking in the trade period, I'm tipping him as a AA Smokey. Um, yeah, I think Sydney are going to be a bit of a riser after you know not being able to win a final this year. So yep. um, I think they'd, they'd certainly make the jump. And then Taylor Adams, you know, probably just plays a similar role to what he was kind of dealt with at Collingwood. I think you know, midfield or half forward. Um, and then yeah, obviously Errol Golden finished what equal fourth in the Brownlow. Yeah, um, certainly could have won it with I think going into the last round anyway. Um, so it's just stacked everywhere and it's just perfect balance of players like Gordon on the outside Warner kind of a in and out player uh, I guess Gordon can probably play through right in the engine room as well Robottom, such a hard-hitting you know, defensive midfielder Parker that more attacking breed Campbell McInerney guys that just offer great run James Jordan probably similar to, to Warner will probably work a little bit closely with him you would have thought um, so yeah it's a very very good group adding guys like Angus Sheldrick um to their depth options as well like they've they've got some really good um midfielders Caden Cleary clear they picked up at the draft another one who i don't think will look out of place at afl level in his first year yep uh, and moving to
0: that um forward so as you mentioned isaac heaney joel A. Marty, taylor adams and then hayden mclean
1: logan mcdonald as the main man and tom papley yeah the the tools are going to be interesting like obviously they lose buddy and they probably just go back to, to three talls. Mm. um you know they're they don't they're not going to be mixing around with their ruck. And they forwards. look pretty good when Buddy wasn't playing. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, and all of them are young. Like uh, Amadi, um, McLean and, and McDonald probably all had some pretty big games last year. They probably all mm. didn't come together. Yep. But they, they each had, had glimpses, and it's going to be a bit of a headache for for most opposition defences, you'd think. Add in Isaac Heaney as a you know, medium-sized, high-leaping half-forward. Again, mm. we had Taylor Owens there, but he could be playing midfield minutes and yet you add in a Justin McInerney or a Sam Weeks. Uh, and then Tom Papley, probably a top three small forward in the competition. Um, so damaging as a big game player. Luke Parker can play through there as well. Will Hayward at half forward. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot to work with. Uh, and then the talls, kind of after that, you know, who are they probably looking at? Like Jack Ball, they brought in through the midseason draft, could be one. But um, yeah, the forward line group as a whole is is really strong. Brody uh, Grani push forward. He could. He, he probably spending 99% of the game... <laughs> as the ruckman but obviously if he needs a rest they've got hayden mclean or joel amati to to work that out yeah um but yeah as you mentioned logan mcdonald's probably going to be the spearhead in this group and it's going to be really interesting to see um what his return is next year if he can stay fit for the for the full season In what is a contract year from him and, and where he's going to get a lot of interest from elsewhere so um yeah he's he's going to be key if they are you know doing better than and going on to the least win a final next year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think they can definitely make a push for a top four really with yep, this list. I think for sure. Mills is a big out, obviously, and I think Gordon's probably going to get a lot more attention next year. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If yeah uh, yeah when Mills plays is going to be pretty key. Still such an important player for them, um, and yeah, can obviously run right through the midfield and and or even you know, negate one of the, a star opponent, but at the same time just drop on that last line for them when the game's on the line and. Kind of be a bit of an architect, so yeah, he's uh, he's obviously going to be quite key for them when he, if he uh, is missing the first few games, and when his return comes, it's going to be significant. Yeah, absolutely. So they should be
0: pretty comfortably heading into the uh, top eight, or uh, they should be aspiring to yeah. top four, really. Um, yeah, yeah, great right side. All right. So best twenty three for West Coast uh, mm. for two thousand and twenty four. So starting with the backline, Tom Cole, Tom Barras, Liam Duggan, Elliot Yo, Jeremy McGovern, and Jermaine Jones.
1: Yeah, it's I think it's a it's a pretty straightforward backline. I think like Cole has obviously had a terrible run with injury. Elliot Yo is the same. Jeremy McGovern's the same. Um, yeah, you know, Liam Duggan's obviously been that ever-reliable halfback for them, and yeah. has had to be a bit of a leader, and now captain recognizes co-captain, yeah, um, which is great for him. Yeah, um, Jermaine Jones. I don't know if many would have him at halfback. I just really liked what his the season he put together this year after kind of moving from the four line. That Barras, you know, one of the premier backmen in the competition, and McGovern the same if he can stay fit. Um, Yo, I. I I was trying to figure this out with Yo. I think obviously he's probably playing more backline, could play on the wing. I wanted to maybe have him in half forward, but I ended up swapping him and Harley Reed, who uh, with Harley Reed I think I'd love to see him start as a halfback. He can really play anywhere, but um, you know did really well in his bottom age campaign for Bendigo as a as a halfback. Did so at the same in the at VFL level this year when he got a stint with Carlton. Um, so I think if you're going to put him anywhere, I'd like to see him at half back, and then just give him some freedom to move up the field and have an impact in the front half. Uh, and then off the bench, Brady Hoff's there. Um, so that, and Alex Wooden as well, Jaden Hunter's the sub maybe. Mm-hmm. So they've got plenty of other defensive options um, as far as the depth goes as well. So um, yeah, a bit to work with. It's going to be that high group again next year, just given, you know, where their midfield's at and, and how many inside 50s they concede. But, um, you know, brass stood tall. And if some of the other guys can stay fit, they hopefully can notch up a few other wins, a few more wins.
0: Yep. Well, speaking of their midfield, so Matt Flynn comes in as their ruckman and then uh, Sheed, Jinbi and Kelly. And then, yeah, on the wings, Andrew
1: Gaff and Elijah Hewitt. Yeah, the, the ruck, I think, should be straightforward. Matt Flynn yep. starts, Bailey Williams is, is a pinch hit ruck slash forward. That's kind of what they've flagged when they brought Matt in. Wings, yeah, Gaff kind of just slots straight on there. Again, another one that just needs to stay kind of healthy after they lose. You know, someone like Luke Shuey and Shannon Hearn, they just need some of these veteran heads to stay fit. Uh, Elijah Hewitt on the other wing should be playing there mostly, I think. They're all all half forward. Um, And then, you know, uh, key midfielders, Dom Sheet and, and Tim Kelly. Again, with Shuey out, they kind of have to be. Um, around there a lot next year. Tim Kelly was absolutely fantastic for them, and probably his best, the best year of his career. Mm-hmm. Certainly the best since he, he got to West Coast. Uh, and then Ruben Jimby, um, big presence, played almost the whole season before suffering that that hamstring injury. Um, and obviously has the size to kind of go with some AFL midfielders like we saw this year. So it's a pretty exciting group. Add Harley Reid into the mix. Um, as well uh, they've, they've yeah, got curious to see if he rotates how early into his career he starts yeah. rotating through that so midfield sometimes like, I, th- I think him and Jimby would be a kind of good to swap in and out like at, at, at half back and, and through midfield so um, he should be getting a decent look in, mid, in midfield just given his size explosiveness um, and his ability to kind of go toe to toe with bigger bodies so yeah mm-hmm. I, I like those two together and then you know long term you're adding Elijah Hewitt into that to make that trio um, and that's their long term midfield for sure Yep. And the forward
0: line, so Cripps, uh, Darling, and then Reed at the half forward, and then Tyler Brockman, Oscar Allen and Liam
1: Ryan. Yeah. Um Oscar Allen, again, hope just fingers crossed he stays fit and can have a full season. He was yeah. fantastic this year. Um and co-captain. And another one, yeah, the, the other co-captain. And yeah, um, you know, one of the best returns on goals per game this year. Um, impact was massive in a side that, you know, struggled to win games. And then Jack Darling's just same like I don't think he had a bad year at all Jack Darling it's just mm-hmm. a matter of circumstance in in kind of the list they've gotten where they are Tyler Brockman's going to be an exciting addition uh, I think he's going to be a really big loss for Hawthorne and a, a real and a a huge get for for West Coast um adding him next to Liam Ryan who probably needs to find some consistency in his game um but he's probably going to be starting to play second string to someone like Brockman Jamie Cripps um you know uh manages to find the goals still uh, someone at his age and uh, experience he's probably is that oldest player in that group alongside Darling and um, yeah you know he just is a kind of perfect you know just veteran head for them half forward link up player Harley Reid, as we mentioned can pretty much play anywhere and here we've got him at half forward um, could variously be playing at half back but has you know some good goal sense as well like you know he's more of a midfielder mm-hmm. while he you know has played plenty of games um, across the back half as well um, certainly could slide into a role at half forward and cause a few headaches for defenders. And then Bailey Williams, as we mentioned earlier, coming off the bench um, as that next tour forward or, or ruck help. And then Noah Long, I think is going to be a certain starter for them um, for round one next year. Just plenty of promise um, after a pretty impressive first year yep. as an Eagle. Yep, absolutely.
0: So still probably ranked 18th next year.
1: Yeah, um, Yeah, getting a win for them. Yeah, they play the ruse twice Um and yeah, if they can snatch another one like they did this year that's going to be pretty key yep. if they're going to do better than three wins yeah, I'm not sure it's just yeah you just got to figure out where they're coming from like I think they only play the Hawks once they might play the Suns twice um but, yeah, there's, there's a big gap between them and, and with North Melbourne and everyone above them. Yeah. Um, and we mentioned, you know, the Roos uh, earlier in the week and they'll be looking to double that win count and try and get six. But for West Coast, I, I don't think it's the same story. I think just beating it and, and getting maybe four is probably the, a benchmark for them this year. I'm not seeing, you know, heaps of improvement. Yeah, in 2024 yeah it's hard to see where
0: those wins are going to come from but mm. still an exciting year to come for them I think with, yep. um, yeah just obviously Reed coming in and uh, hopefully the team just stays fit I think that's mm. just um, one of the big impetuses for them so moving over now to Western Bulldogs best 23 for 2024 starting at the back line so Bailey Dow Liam Jones Nick Caulfield, uh Caleb Daniel off the halfback James O'Donnell and Ed Richards
1: yeah, it's it's a pretty steady backline. It's just a matter of like how fit their tools are going to be. Like that was a huge issue for them. Liam Jones injured, Alex Keith injured. Um, you know, Bruce, who's left now, but um, couldn't quite stay on the park, and that kind of opened a chance up for James O'Donnell, who uh, struggled uh, when he first started. But to be fair, he wasn't on an AFL list. You know, just months before the season or weeks before the season started. Yeah. So I think he did really well over the back half of the year and to kind of finish his season on a high and then probably starts at centre-half back as the second tall with Liam Jones. Um, Sam Darcy we've got on the bench and he's probably going to be more of a defender for them as well. So I think that they're kind of the three tools they'll work with. Bailey Dale and Nick Coffield as those medium-sized rebounding players that can um, obviously still work quite hard defensively. And then Caleb Daniel and Ed Richards as those two Kind of real attacking flankers that can push up the field. Um, both had some pretty strong seasons this year. Ed Richards in particular. So it's a it's a strong backline group, but it's 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 just not like you know it's, it's been a weakness for them for a while. Yeah, I'm just given you know, the star power they've got in their forward line and how heavy their midfield group is. So it's going to be kind of the the. um barometer in, in just how well they play. Uh, add Jason Johannesson into that mix who have got off and half um, off the bench. Bailey Williams can play kind of anywhere up the side of the field. So they've got plenty of options, but yeah, kind of finding out who their tall defenders are is going to be interesting. Like Jones is a lock, but he's, you know, 34. or So um, I don't think he's got that much left in him in the next few years. So it's going to be key on O'Donnell and on Darcy and on someone like Jed Buslinger who didn't get a debut this year. Um, but I think he's, he'll be a strong chance too you know, in 2024. Yep. Um,
0: so their midfield group, obviously, probably the strongest part of um, their team. So Tim English as the main man, Graydon Ruck this year, Marcus Bondompelli, McRae, and Libba,
1: and then on the wings Bailey Smith and Caleb Poulter. Mm. Yeah, it's it's always been strong. Mm. Um, it's you know they lose Josh Dunkley last year, and it, it still remains pretty sturdy, but. I've seen a final side and with the kind of midfield group they've got it seems like it was a chance wasted like tim english was the all australian ruck, and i think by some margin marcus Bontempelli the best player this year i think quite clearly um and then yeah it's just how they use jack mccrain bailey smith yeah um, yeah are you convinced of smith on the wing uh, I don't like it. I like to see him in, on the ball, but mm. at the same time, I don't like Jack McRae on the wing. Yeah. You're not moving Tom Liberatore out of there and Marcus Bonapalle pretty much has to be in there. Yeah, um, So it's just, yeah, again, it's probably just too many, like one too many. And then you add Adam Shalor into that as well. Mm. Um, it's just kind of hard to get the most out of those guys, but you think it should work you think that you know, if one comes out and gets a rest, the other comes in and it's it remains at that level, but it's just not the case. And then Sanders um, would probably run through there as well. Yeah, I've got Riley Sanders off the bench. Um, as mentioned, Caleb Poulter on the wing. Oscar Baker could probably be a, a wing option for them as well. Um, but yeah, Sanders might play a little bit outside, a bit of half forward maybe. Um, and then like we've got Trelaw at half forward, so mm-hmm. there's probably a bit of a rotation there. Um, yeah, they've... they've They've got options. It's <laughs> just a matter of like making everything click. Yeah. Like, um, even when Dunkley just, was
0: there and then they lose Dunkley yeah. and, they like and they come in. Like, 2021,
1: they made the grand final and a lot of that was off the back of their midfield, obviously. Yeah. But it just hasn't been the same since. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's we just struggled. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So,
0: and then forward line. So, off the half forward, you've got um, Trelaw, Jamara Ugol Hagan, Bailey Williams, and then um, Cody Waitman, Aaron Norton, and Rory Lobb.
1: Yes. Uh, obviously, they're not short on tall forwards They've you know bring in um uh well the, you know they've got Norton and, and Hagen as their kind of one two and they brought in Jordan Croft who will get some time to develop so you kind of leave it at those two with Rory Lobb rotating forward as well so it's it's a hot task for some um opposition defenses again but I just need to be accurate in front of goal and kind of click mm-hmm. as a group like it's great to have stars but you kind of need to have them gel a bit, but I think after a couple of years together, they, they should be pretty good by by the start of next season. Yeah, Trelaw is another one of those midfielders that just has to rotate forward. Bailey Williams probably could play more on the wing um, mm-hmm. and rotate with Kayla Poulter a little bit, but um, they probably just don't have as many of those half forward options. Maybe Riley West, um, but Cody Waitman's going to be there, their leading small forward, obviously, again um yeah sanders can play half forward anthony scott's another one james harm's another half forward midfield option for them so between talls and smalls it's it's pretty settled like they've got a pretty good group Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of yeah a is it the right mix you hagen and and norton kind of getting that balance with roy lob there as well and then b you know the players at their feet um having enough of an impact because i think you know you kind of look at the goals or goal tallies this year and um waitman Kick 34 Jamara 35 Norton 44 and then after that you know it's going to be hard for Lob but then it goes you know bonson pally English trelaw Scott Williams Daniel Libba. so you know is, is there another one that can kind of surpass all them mm-hmm. and kind of be up there with with Waitman and kicking over 30 goals a year um that's going to be pretty critical I think
0: yeah I'm not super convinced on Lob, but um yeah it's a it's an it's an interesting mix where do you see them coming through next year I I probably don't. They have They should be them. pushing for finals. Yeah, I
1: don't probably don't have them top eight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, same. Just in if they're not making it, they've got to be in those one, two, three clubs just on the outside that are yeah. just missing out. Um, they shouldn't be. Yeah, falling too far if they do. But
0: they're similar to me, they're similar to like a Fremantle where they. It could go. They should be pushing for for, uh, for finals, but yeah. I don't. I don't have them quite making it.
1: Mm. Yeah, the way I see it is, there's probably more of a chance they they make finals then fall out like Freo mm. did but um, yeah I just kind of see them staying in a similar spot just another frustrating year for Dogs fans unfortunately
0: yeah absolutely alright well that wraps it up mm. before the best 23s for 2024 Uh we got through them all there's been uh, a couple of uh, little things that have happened like since, uh, since uh, we named Collingwood's team and then uh, Dan say gets injured. But, that happens. Um, yeah, that it happens. happens. It's best possible 23. But uh, thanks for your work, Mitch. Very Thank nicely you. done. Yeah, cheers. And don't forget you can catch all the latest AFL news at zerohanger.com, the number one independent AFL news source. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel and uh, yeah, have a great off season, everybody.